to all my ladies in the place needing rest and grace. Won't you siesta with me? It's a sister's siesta where real professionals rest. Let's go. Hey, we are back and it's Black History Month. Wow. You know, around my house, we we celebrate Black history year-round, <laughs> being um, something that is near and dear to my heart, my husband's heart as well. And as my children grow up, they are really enjoying knowing the past and connecting with our ancestors and the history that we come from, the culture that we come from. You know, around my around my home as of late with the with the project that I've done in um, understanding my maternal family tree and my paternal family tree, they are seeing and they are getting the excitement and additional confidence to stand in who they are and understanding who they are in this world. And so I am so overjoyed for that, but I'm also finding my footing as a mother in that I am creating this space for them to be who exactly who they need to be in this world and who they were meant to be as individuals outside of me and their dad, dads, (laughs) because I do have a blended family. My daughter, my daughter's father um, lives nearby, but um, we share the parenting with her. So I am... I am full of just a lot of love too. You know, Valentine's is one of my favorite um, holidays. How do you how do you all feel about Valentine? <laughs> I know it's with a lot of mixed emotion, and it seems like everywhere on the internet, men and women are at war. But in my home and in the corner of in my corner of the world, I'm surrounded by loving relationships of men and women who are married and love each other and have fun with one another. And I'm, I'm grateful for that because iron sharpens iron and a few of our, um, a few of our really great friends are married and we enjoy spending time with them and laughing with them and sharing a lot of our stories with them and understanding that one day we will be black history (laughs) in our families and that the foundation that we're laying now is important. So that goes into a lot of what I wanted to talk with you all today is relationship relationship you know the relationship that I that I've come to have with the past and reconciling and healing that the relationship that I have with motherhood and being a black woman and healing those relationships and reconciling that I hope you are doing the same thing and really doing the work and uncovering who you are specifically as a woman if you're a mother if you know you're a professional outside of the home what that relationship is to you and lately i've been leaning into the 
the art of being authentic. That is what my therapist has called it. And she actually sent me a book and I'm grateful for it. There's nine principles to living authentically that she lines out. So I'd invite you to get that book. Her name is Tracy R. Cobb. But when I'm going through, you know, the book and I'm doing the work to reconcile these relationships, even in unemployment, I'm sorry, even in employment, employment is a relationship. And I think a lot of times we try to separate our our professional lives and our personal lives in an attempt to be not identify or make that our identity, which I love, right? Because what I do professionally isn't who I am. My title isn't who I am. And in fact, when you make that your identity, it does become exhausting because you feel like you have to show up and you have to be a certain way or do certain things when you're in spaces. But when I understand that that my employment relationship is one that I have to give a lot of care to and recognize that a lot of the same principles happen in employment that they do in dating, that they do in marriage, and that they do in any romantic or platonic relationship. And the main principle that I want to leave with you today in employment as a relationship is when they show you who they are, believe them the first time. Okay? You know, I remember listening to this very principle on the Oprah Winfrey show and Maya Angelou was sharing this. Um, and Maya, Maya Angelou is someone that I listen to a lot of her recordings and especially now during Black History Month, recalling all of the gems that she has left behind for us and her legacy. And this one is is one that I, I am definitely holding on to and grasping on to this month. Um, especially dealing with employment and also talking with with friends and loved ones. You know, when you go into your office or you're dealing with coworkers or people that you report into or people that report into you, really, really assess that relationship. Like, think about it. When you, in a healthy way, okay, I don't want you staying up at night and not being able to sleep over it, but when you have interactions with certain colleagues, coworkers, or leaders, take a second, no, 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 take five minutes after those interactions and see how you feel. How, how, how is your, your spirit? How is your brain? How is your overall being after that interaction with that person? Are you left feeling unworthy? Are you left feeling minimalized? Are you left feeling uplifted? Are you left feeling empowered? Are you left with a sense of, of anger sometimes? Are you left with the emotion of, of um, depression, you know, when we take a when we take a second to analyze and really sit in what we feel after we interact with each person that makes up an organization, we can start to really get a sense of if if you, if I belong in these types of environments. And when we do that, we get closer to a yes, or we get closer to a no. And to me, both are good. 
You know, if I get a lot of no's, that means I'm getting closer to my yes. And if I'm getting a lot of yeses, that means it validates my experience and the decision I made to be in a certain area. But all in all, it helps us to stay grounded in who we are. And that creates harmony in our life and definitely in who we are as people and our identity as um as well-rested working women or mothers. You know, I I had a situation not too long ago, and I won't say, you know, what organization and, and who and all of that, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because I recognize that in, in all, I am a spiritual being having a human experience. So it doesn't even matter the person that made me feel this way. And it doesn't even matter that that it's me because this can probably transcend to you as well. But every time I interacted with this person, I walked away feeling icky. And icky in the sense that I was second guessing myself. I was second guessing my intelligence. I was second guessing my strategic mind and feeling like, wow, Jasmine, are you sure you know this? You know? And at the end of the day, after I would have other interactions and I'd go to other meetings and, you know, I'd come home and I'd do all these amazing things that whether I was good at it or I understand I needed some, needed some more development or help, I was still the same intelligent, strategic, well thought out, intentional person that I've, that I've known myself to be as a professional. So it wasn't necessarily the person making me feel this way. It was their vibe and their energy that they were feeling on themselves and projecting to me. And so I had to recognize that the people that I was dealing with that made me feel that way were chipping away at me. And each time I dealt with them, whether I had to or not, I was walking away with less, less of me and less of who I knew that I was. And when you do that, you have to remedy that by first sitting with it and understanding that's what's going on, but then edifying and pouring back into your cup the things that you know you love to do and you know that um, help develop and make that muscle stronger for you. And for me, it was painting and reading. So after I'd have moments with this person, I'd make sure that I'd I'd, uh, that evening I'd, I'd paint, you know, I'd let my husband know I needed a few moments just, you know, to myself to either paint or that evening I would need to be, I would need to read and I'd, you know, pour into a book and I'd finish those, those moments and walk away feeling like, you know what, I'm really great at a lot of things. I am more of myself in this space and I had to fill those gaps back up that were taken away from me during the work day or whatever the work interaction was to realize that, huh, I have to believe that this person is either low vibrational or just negative, I have to believe that the first time. And I don't need to keep going back to the to the meeting or back to this interaction, second guessing or trying to figure out, is it me? You know, am I doing something wrong? Nah. And actually, hell nah. <laughs> I was 
really almost like, I don't know if you ever had those moments, but I was really almost down on myself and allowing someone that doesn't even have any bearing in my life to really pull me down. And those experiences, while suck, they're necessary. You know, they're necessary. The yin and the yang, you have to have both sides. You know, it can't be all up. But those moments that are a little bit down are those moments that allow you to strengthen your muscle. They allow you to get deeper and have a greater understanding and knowledge who you are. And then in that knowledge and understanding, you do recognize that you're strong. Um, and not strong in in the sense that you need to bear the weight of the world, right? But strong in that you have everything inside you that you need to succeed. And that when someone shows you who they are and how they're going to interact with you, believe them the first time. That that has really saved me going forward in my professional career. And I'm I'm submitting this to you because I want you to get into a practice of when you have those moments of second guessing or you have those moments when you're meeting with someone um, and uh, you're working in a team or in a group, a lot of times it is it can be microaggressions or it can be someone um, discriminating or feeling away because you're a mother and you need to leave early or you can't do certain things. Like all of those things are projected on you um, one way or another. I know because I've been there and it 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 probably will never stop happening just because that's the human experience. But to understand that and to honor your space wherever you work and your space in life does help you walk away from those experiences, understanding that it's not you and that the relationship that you have with other people, whether it is a colleague, peer, a leader, someone that reports into you, that you don't have to own that experience and you don't have to submit to relationships that have you feeling gapped or deficient when you walk away. Kind of like when you see birds picking away at a piece of bread in the park. And it's a very calming visual, right? But when you think about the piece of bread, you're like, dang, (laughs) they're picking away at that, that baguette right there and it's about to be gone. The baguette can't get up and walk away, right? But you can. In those situations, you don't have to submit yourself to spaces or situations that peck away at who you are as as who you are. And so I do I do hope that, you know, as you go through this week, if you have a moment and you do have those situations where, you know, in your gut, you're feeling a little disheartened or you're like, you know what, this person ain't feeling me and I ain't feeling them. That's okay. Feel it, of course. Don't escape from the feeling because feelings keep us safe. And when you feel it, you can then create the remedy or the strategic plan to get out of it in a healthy way and the tools to deal with it the next time. So, yeah, you know, your relationship with with employment is probably a complicated one like many of us, we're trying to figure it out. And then it's the same with even having a business. It's complicated. But when you take the principle of 
really understanding and knowing and trusting your gut that when someone or something shows you who they are, believe them the first time and you can be who you need to be and want to be showing up in that moment authentically yourself and walking away safely knowing that you don't have to second guess, second guess yourself, your thoughts, or even your abilities. What a way to rest in your talents and definitely to mitigate the need to prove yourself because that is exhausting too, sis. <laughs> so I'll leave you with that. I am out. I hope that you have a wonderful start to Black History Month. Maybe I'll share some little Black history tips for women in employment um, that, that can really be empowering or encouraging. You know what? I think I'll do that next week. Yep, that's what we'll do. So anyways, in this moment, just know you're creating Black history, right? Show up because that's half the battle. And then when you do... Walk away and assess how you feel afterwards so you can show up better the next time. Well, until then, siesta with me.